Hey everybody, welcome back to The View from Dog River. I'm your host, Jeremy, joined by my co-host... Jules. Now I say my name? I thought we'd do something different this time. Uh, We're also going to do another something different. Uh, We are going to be joined here in a moment by Kevin Cunningham, a.k.a. Fitzy. Yes! From a a little television show you may have heard of called Corner Gas. (laughs) I'm hoping some of you have heard of it. But first, we're going to take a break real quick to get, uh, get a word from our sponsors, then we'll be right back with Kevin. All right, well, uh, we are back from break, and joining us now is Kevin Cunningham, a.k.a. Fitzy Fitzgerald, from a little show called Corner Gas. What's happening, Kevin? Not much, not much. It's uh, It's been kind of nice and summery here on the prairies. Oh, so that's good. The grain, the, the, the crops have been planted, I think, for the most part. So, Do you do, you do like a lot the, of hitting the plow during the summer? Yeah, no. No, I do have friends though that uh, uh, I guess they, you know, they, a lot of people out here grew up on a farm. I never sure. did. I'm from, you know, California originally, but yeah. uh, um, they, uh, yeah, they run off in the spring or they run off for a bit into the fall to family or friends' farms to uh, to help out uh, either with uh, the planting or the the harvest. So. Uh, no, I, I kind of envy it. It's one of those things, those dream things. When I came out here, I thought, oh, it'd be nice to, you know, live on a, on a acreage and, uh, you know, out on a farm kind of thing and, and, but be close enough to the city that, you know, when you needed to, you can drive in kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And we kind of eyed a property one time, uh, that was, uh, part of an acreage, um, it, it obviously uh, was an older house, and it would need renos and stuff. And we kind of toyed with the idea of getting involved in that. And uh, it was like a ten-minute drive out of the city. <clears throat> and uh, thankfully, uh, I think for all involved, we we decided against that because <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I wouldn't have to farm anything, which I couldn't do anyways. But uh, just the uh, the fact of renos and I don't know. I'm not really a big country person still, you know. Oh, I, we, we understand what you mean. We bought a house that has one grape arbor, and we're ready to tear it out. Because we're like, this is just way more work that we signed up for. Oh, I know. I know. I've, I've got a, a cabin on a lake, um, or a cottage, they call it out here, I guess. But it's really a, a shack. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's actually up the road from Eric Peterson's family place. And... Um, uh, family cabin and uh you know between that place and this place the the work involved and it's you know it's out of control like i gotta i'm redoing a deck here i gotta do a boathouse there i gotta do this there and uh, so you I'm got your it. hands full yeah 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 so but things are well things are well oh, i'm glad to hear that um since the last time we spoke well i think there were actually there was a a a nice piece of corner gas news and a sad piece of corner gas news, if I remember right. Yes. Um, we, and it happened in this order, so I'm going to hit the, the sad news first and then the happy news next. But we lost Janet Wright, who played Emma on Corner Gas. Um, yeah. And then shortly thereafter, we had the announcement that Corner Gas is coming back as an animated series. Yeah. Um, oh. Well, it sounded like you had something to say, so I'm not even going to ask a question. Just kind of let you roll. No, no, not much. I mean, <laughs> you know, I've done some work on the um, the animated series since, uh, some recording, and um, I think like t- two weeks ago, 
think I was working on the last episode uh, of, I guess, the first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I think as far as the recording goes, most of the uh, – all the episodes are in the can, as it were, you know, ready for whatever editing they do or, and stuff like that. Sure. So, so yeah, I mean, um, they're, you know – Drawing it up, I guess, and uh, it's—I think it's scheduled for like the beginning of 2018. Last I heard um, was January 2018. That was the last yeah. last I had heard. Um, that makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, animated series take a long time. I mean, a lot longer than I thought, but it kind of makes sense with all the drawing and recording and all the stuff involved. You know? Yeah. But, uh, well, and I believe it's Smiley Guy Studios is doing the animation. Uh, on this, are they? Are they the same studios also doing the Todd, Todd, and the, Todd and the Book of Pure Evil, which has been in the works? They've been working on a movie for Todd and the Book of Pure Evil for like four years. So yeah, animated stuff is not uh, not child's play, so to speak. No, no, I, I'm totally clueless about what Todd and the Book of Ultimate Evil is. What's that? <laughs> it, okay, it's a it's a series that was on space up there in Canada. Oh, okay. And um, it's 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 really kind of. Do you know Buffy the Vampire Slayer at all? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So imagine Buffy the Vampire Slayer with uh, foul mouths, and you've got Tom oh. Book of Pure Evil, basically. <laughs> okay. Everything seems to be going that way. I was. What was it? Um, I saw recently. F is for family. I haven't it seen it yet, but it's, it's a new. You know, kind of I feels have. like a. Oh, have you? I just it, a it bit, but like yes. A, Kind of a, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? More adult kind of, even yes. Family Guy and Simpsons and that kind of stuff. And uh, I, I tripped up upon that, you know, just trolling around for something to watch one time. And um, yeah, yeah, we all. I, 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 I'm pretty sure the animated uh, Corner Gas is not going down that road. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm quite happy about that. No, I'm pretty certain <laughs> yeah. as well. Matter of fact, a couple weeks ago when we were recording one of our commentary episodes, I used a dirty word before we started recording, and our co-host goes, you're not going to talk like that while recording, are you? That's like, no, not for this show. No. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny. I mean, and, you know, reading the um, reading the, the dialogue and, you know, going through the stories for the animated show, I mean, they, they could be the live version. I mean, the the writing is so uh, in step and synced with uh, nice. what people uh, are used to or or, or miss about mm-hmm. the live show that um, it's 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 kind of uncanny, really. Well, and that's for me because I've been away from it for a while, right? Oh, Since sure. The end of the show, yeah. And well, I guess apart from the movie, and then um, to come back and do these episodes, I'm like, you know, yeah, it's got a the feel of the the live version of the show. So okay, well, you know, and that's actually a good jumping off point. One of the people on our uh, Facebook group, which is at uh, facebook.com/groups/tvfdr, the View from Dog River, um, has asked. It's Christine. I don't know where she's from. She asks, "What your complete and unbiased opinion of the new animated series? Assuming you are in it. Well, we know you're in it, so we'll skip the second yeah. half of that clause." So, what is your unbiased opinion of the animated series? Uh, well, you know, of course, I cannot be unbiased exactly. because I'm in it, you know. But uh, 
like I said, I mean, it was uh, uh, a, a, a nice surprise, I guess. Or, um, I, you know, I, I wasn't really surprised that that the the animated the writing for the animated series is, um, you know, pretty much just like the live version. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Uh, you know, I kept every time I've done it, I keep thinking, oh, you could take this and, you know, just do it as a live version, and it uh, it wouldn't seem like a foreign story, you know. Yeah, so, so people who want to connect with uh, uh, the their memories of the and it's just so weird to say memories because it hasn't been that long, but you know, <laughs> memories of the live version of the show uh, will. Um, uh, connect should be able to connect uh, quite easily with the animated version. So, so it's just a matter of like if you like watching cartoons. Oh, know, so uh, it won't be like I the mean, Flintstones when they introduce the Great Gazoo in season three or something like that. Then. Yeah, no, okay. no, 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 no Gazoo. No. Okay. Well, because uh, it's funny. It's got all the humor and the the character. Um, the characters are shaped. Uh, you know, almost seamlessly from the uh, live version, um, from what I've been experiencing anyway. So, um, like, you know, Fitzy isn't, you know, buffed and, and saving people from, from meteorites crashing into the earth, you no. know. So, but that might uh, make a good series, though. It would, yeah. you know, and I might a spin-off. You know, if we yeah. if we make it if we make it to a second season of this, maybe I'll I'll drop that in somebody's little yeah no fuck there, but super uh, yeah, no, so yeah. yeah. Well, I know because um, like in our our Facebook groups and page, people are very trepidatious. It seems like they're afraid of you know something like what you're talking about here, where it's going to be some great flight of fancy. But I think. What people are forgetting is that, like we were talking earlier, Family Guy, The Simpsons is going to be in its 30th season when it ends. Yeah. Family Guy's been on since 1998. You could actually have a Corner and Gas series that runs 15 years out of this animated series. Which would be awesome because yeah. I don't have to, like, get put into makeup or, yeah. you know, get dressed <laughs> up or anything like that. I just wear my pajamas and slippers into the... <laughs> Into the studio and coffee cup. Exactly. That's the life dialogue. I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's 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 kind of interesting, that whole side of things. Like, I'm always trying to do um, – I'm trying to set up something here at home, uh, kind of an in-studio for voiceover stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm kind of slow about it. But uh, I listen to a lot of audio books and stuff like that. So I think, oh, you know, that's always been – a great gig for an actor uh, is the voiceover, <clears throat> excuse me, the voiceover recording side of things. Because yeah, you know, you can you can do it from home if you got a studio, uh, a space set up that supports that and um, sound wise. And uh, and if not, I mean, you're still going into a studio, and you like you said, you don't have to get all guzzied up for it. So now, see, I always put on a tuxedo before I go in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you kind of just you're pushing the boundaries there. I think. Yeah, well, it's you know I, I got to put on my happy face. Yeah, the old top hat, tails. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know that's that's not actually uncommon. A lot of and I'm gonna use the term working actors, and by that I mean people who are 
you know, always looking for another gig or another, you know, another thing to keep them going forward. Voice acting is something a lot of them have found to be very lucrative. And, Mm -hmm. and they can still, you know, you know, I'm going to quibble here a bit. If they know what they're doing with sound, they can still, they can be out of state doing a shoot and still get a reasonable recording to somebody done with the way technology exists now. I mean, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously having a home studio is better. Um, so let me ask you real quick, because this is something I can talk about all day, but I don't know that our listeners really want to get into. But are you are you going to do the full soundproofing and uh, have like a, a recording area, or what, what's kind of your plan for your studio? I don't know. I mean, I've got a space. Actually, the only space I've really got to use is in the uh, basement. It's in the kind of um, partly unfinished laundry area kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the previous owner had a huge uh, fish tank, and between what is kind of the TV room down in the basement and the laundry area is a wall with a big hole in it, and we haven't really done anything about it. And I was going to make a little uh, – uh, uh, I play a, a lot of board games. I was going to make a little board game area, you know, a nice table set up and a little French doors to walk into. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, that's got – kind of pushed aside and i'm thinking oh maybe i should just serve build a little kind of recording space in there and uh yeah you know i try to soundproof it but mostly not to keep a lot of sound out but make the sound resonate better within right um so and i would just make sure i i i was recording when i wasn't having 10 years 10-year-olds over for a birthday party. So, <laughs> well, we can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Well, yeah, I'm glad to hear you made it through unscathed. Because uh, yeah, yeah. a house full of 10-year-olds is no mean feat. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, what I've done is a lot of uh, moving blankets to kind of deaden sound around my microphone in my studio. But when we're doing stuff like today, we're actually recording in the dining room so we can keep a hand on the dogs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good idea because uh, I did. Uh, we did steal a bunch of moving blankets from my uh, my father-in-law when we moved them years ago, and uh, the, you know they they could find better use as doing that kind of thing rather than putting you know eight curtains up around the room or something. Oh sure, so, yeah. Well, um, yeah. you know, we'll get off this topic now, and I'll get to some questions. But I've got some, I, sure. I got some stuff. I'll email you about some cost-effective ways of soundproofing I found as well. Oh, so cool. I'll shoot that to you. Um, cool. So let's go ahead. Let's get into some questions here from a couple of our uh, Facebook mm-hmm. friends. Um, Tammy in uh, British Columbia wants to know how much you, Kevin, are like Fitzy Fitzgerald in real life. Um. Um. Well, physically, we're pretty close. Similar. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, apart from that, um, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm not as ambitious or craving, I guess, as uh, as Fitzy, for sure. Um, I would probably be more, more successful at what I do if I was. Um, I'm. I, I am a bit calculating. But in a good way, or maybe an annoying way. Like I always have to think things out, and I kind of think out uh, all the avenues of a choice. And it could be, um, it could be as 
complicated as buying a house or something, or it could be as simple as, you know, going out for dinner. It sometimes is drives my wife nuts. But uh, that's about the only thing I can think of between our similarities, I guess. Um, I don't really... I don't really wear blinders in life, so you know what I mean? Like, I'm not that uh, straightforward. I'm always kind of looking around and figuring things out, and maybe I take too long to decide. Okay. So, Would you ever run for yeah. public office? God, no. No, I no, – I, no, no way. It's just I uh, – you know, maybe it's all the skeletons in my closet I don't want brought out, or you know, just that kind of scrutiny, or that, um, you know, I'm, I, I don't think I'd really fit the mold. You know, although I'd be a great behind the thrones kind of guy. Okay. You know. Well, yeah, yeah. with your with your calculating and uh, thoughtful right. manner, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. here's here's one that. Yes. See, you made it, you made it sound nice. You, see, you said thoughtful, which is actually a nice way of saying calculating. Yeah. And I said, well, I'm I'm in sales. I always look for a blunter edge or a uh, a yeah. sharper edge rather than a blunter one. Um, so I'm yeah. thoughtful. I'm not calc. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so then my question is, and not that Fitzy was a terrible dresser or anything, but were were any of the clothes that Fitzy? I mean, he wasn't like Herb Tarlick, but some of his jackets were a little bit weird. Yeah, you know what? I got a jacket from Wardrobe when we left the show, and I don't know what happened to it. It was a maroon kind of uh, wine red jacket that I wore a couple of times. Uh, No, I don't dress like Fitzy at all. Uh, 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 One of our gimmicks for Fitzy uh, was these golf shirts. Uh, you know, like um, the Izod shirts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with the collar, and uh, always kind of having the collar out of his on his jacket lapel rather than tucked in. Yes. Um, that happened by accident, I think, the first season or something like that. And somebody commented, so I noticed it, and I thought, oh, let's kind of let's hang on to that as kind of a thing for Fitzy. So, um, but no, I don't dress. Um, <laughs> As well, or as, uh, or worse than Fitzy. There you go. So, so the same but different is kind of where we're headed with that one. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Our next question comes from Jay from Ontario. Uh, what would you, Kevin, have done to save Dog River from Fitzy? Oh. And this is specifically about uh, the movie Fitzy. This the the shenanigans right. you were up to there. Uh, boy, I don't know. Now wait, it's, is uh, is Kevin part of? I guess Cavan would have to live in Dog River. Well, let's start with that. Cavan, would you ever move to Dog River if such a place existed? Uh, no. <laughs> Probably for the, the previous uh, uh, reasons. You know, I'm, I'm not really a country, small town kind of person. I don't think I could stand people knowing that much about me. Gotcha. Know, in this, in a small town, uh, even <clears throat> even if it was kind of a fun, crazy like uh, Dog River is. Um, what to do? I don't know how, you, you know, you, you can't really vote him out because you try and he just keeps coming back. So <laughs> And nobody uh, else wants his job. Yeah, nobody else wants so. his job. Nobody else wants the job. Um, so he, you'd have to sort of try to 
run over him with something, I think. You know, <laughs> you have to find like a big a combine you know, or combine something. Or tractor or, you know, maybe, uh, um, you know, uh, Davis in the police car or something like that. You know, we so, just, hold on, we, we've kind of hit on something here. So now we know that Kevin's got skeletons in his closet. Yes. He wouldn't live in oh, a small yeah. town because he doesn't want people to know that much about him. And he's willing to and kill. And assassination is at the top of his list on how to deal with Fitzy. Yeah. Kevin, yeah. um, if I ask if you're in the mob, is that a question you can answer? I, I cannot answer that. I, I may be in witness protection. Okay. Maybe, See, maybe not. It's this, all becoming this, clear now. This going from the Bay Area of California to Saskatchewan thing is starting to make some sense mm-hmm. now. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm really Italian, but I took on this kind of Irish uh, uh, persona. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, you know, to be fair, in the Bay Area, the Irish mob was pretty big throughout the '40s and '50s here. Really? Well, yeah. I'm assuming he probably already oh, knows. That. Yeah, I'm guessing you know that already. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Why would I know that? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh. We're having a greyhound, a little greyhound issue yeah. here. Um, the next question we get to, well, this isn't a question. Uh, Pat from Manitoba has a request. Uh, yeah. He would like Fitzy to say hello to his grandma, Kevin, his grandma. His grandma or my grandma? Oh, geez. Um, uh, like I could say no, wait, wait. Both? Fitzy's grandma. Helen, Fitzy's grandma. Helen Jensen, apparently. Helen. Yes. Yeah, but I never called her Helen. No, just... Uh, so, well, I think that was very near the end that she even got... Yeah, I don't think she had a name before season six. Yeah. Well, and I, I didn't have a last name until, I don't know, season two or three. I know in I mean, they had season two... Oh, we talked about this last time. There was a door that says Fitz, Mayor Fitzy Fitzgerald on it in season two. Yeah, because I think they showed my office. And then somebody was, emailed me a picture... Far enough back that I've forgotten it, but it's a Fitzy with a teenage kid from Fitzy's office in a frame. And I think that's where Fitzy has a child rumors may have come from. Really? I think that, because that's I the have, only thing anybody can find and point me to, but people can find it and point me to it. I have no memory of that. Like, I would have had to to be, like, posed for that photo, mm-hmm. right? Or, yeah. or some Photoshop wizards... Maybe in the uh, witness protection yeah. program, oh. put that together. Yeah. Well, you know what? The like it could have been like uh, they could have done that. The art directing uh, direction uh, uh, directors could have done that because they just <laughs> like some of the movies mm-hmm. in the actual gas station were pretty hilarious, right? The titles and uh, you know, of course, the the crew made it onto some covers and and that kind of thing. So, oh yeah, uh, I would be surprised if they did. Photoshop me in, but I, you know, for instance, I would have no memory one of the photo or two of posing with a kid. So, uh, yeah, I don't know where that comes from. But, uh, well, uh, uh, hi, Grandma. Hi. <laughs> I mean, I, I, Bravo. That's... I don't remember. I don't, I don't, I remember, um, I remember, uh, what was the line? She's my grandma. That was. I think that was from yes. the the one of the, the world. It was the world's biggest. Yeah. Yeah. World's biggest. Oh yeah. Right. It's been edited since. <laughs> I still have world's biggest hope. Yeah. Oh, it's. I would love to get that on a T-shirt. Honestly. I think um, that would be amazing. So, yeah. But she's my grandma. She's my grandma, Brent. 
my grandma. Yeah, we actually we actually have our we've trained our grandson to say that and do the Davis all right for us on command. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yep. And that one was completely accidental. He just picked that up for me goofing around one weekend. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I hope that was good enough for Pat. But, I, uh, I think Pat should be happy with that. I'm happy with that, but hopefully out there in uh, Manitoba, and I'm not even going to do my horrible Manitoba accent when I say the name oh, of Manitoba. God. Oh, it's, it's bad. It's terrible. I don't do many. Do you have an accent in Manitoba? What's that? <laughs> you have an accent in Manitoba? Oh, a, little, I, 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 a little bit of one, kind of like they have in Georgia. Well, just a, a slight one. Really? Yeah. I you know, I've been to Manitoba like oh, maybe a handful of times, so I've never really noticed. I, th- I kind of always thought like out here on the prairies, the prairie folk kind of just blended, but maybe not. I know, you know, if you go to Alberta, you kind of either imagined or or real, you hear this kind of kind of twang, this Texas twang. Yeah. In the in a Canadian version of it, I guess, um, because uh, you know if you you know, stepped off of a <clears throat> spaceship in Alberta in some places you could be in Texas or Arizona or someplace with the big cowboy hats and the boots and the buckles. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's one of the funny things. Like, you know, I'm a salesman in, in my day-to-day life, and we actually had a vendor rep came through, and we were talking, and he said the word process about five times. And in California, you know, we say process. And, process. and I said, where are you from? And he goes, Temecula. And I'm like, you're not from Temecula. And he goes, oh, Vancouver. I, I thought so. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. The, you go. Well, for the most part, we do. Um, Americans and Canadians sound a lot alike until you throw certain words in, like pasta. <laughs> and, uh, well, oh, yeah. what was the other one that a friend of ours said the other day? And it was a weird one. that. But you guys have different vowels slightly than we do. Yeah. How old were you when you guys moved back to Canada? I was I was pretty much a baby. Oh, I was okay. In a bo- I was in a cardboard box in the back mm-hmm. of the the Mustang, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Driving back, somebody brought this up. I don't know. It's maybe somebody from my um, high school or something that uh, in a post somewhere, and they were talking about traveling as a baby or something like that. And, you know, I had to post my little thing of, of my folks driving up from California with me in a cardboard box in the back of the, <laughs> uh, you know, Mustang convertible. Right. But, uh, well, no, it was a purple Mustang too. I was going to say, I think we're all, we're all roughly the same age here. And I know Jules, her, her folks would throw in the back of a station wagon with an upside down playpen over her head. Yes. And oh, was- yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, <laughs> like my wife, my wife, her family used to move out to their cabin uh, on. Uh, they, she grew up on Vancouver Island, and uh, the cabin was like twenty minutes out of town. So they'd move out there for the summer. And uh, when she was a baby, uh, her dad just built a big chicken wire, uh, you know, enclosure. Baby coop. Because you know, yeah, yeah. Because you know, mom had to like go and clean something or cook something or whatever, and he was at work, so somebody had to make sure she didn't <clears throat> walk into the lake or anything. So, oh yeah. Well, that's uh, that got me thinking because you know uh, this part of California was still pretty rural when we were young, and so there were still a lot of big families, and we used to just ride in the back of pickup trucks and stuff. And then I realized that the reason past generations in rural communities had so many kids was because apparently a lot of them died in car wrecks all the time. 
Oh my god! <laughs> well, you think about how we used to ride around in pickup yes. trucks and back, you know, cardboard boxes in the back of cars, and you know, I guess so. <laughs> teenagers we'd stuff ourselves in trunks to get into the drive-in. It's a, oh, yeah. it's surprising any of us it, made it into our twenties. Oh, I know the stuff we used to do, like <clears throat> in the back and front seat of you know my mom's Dodge Dart, you know, bouncing up and down, and um, there were no seatbelts in them no. that I recall. Yeah. If they if there were, they were stuffed in, you know, behind the seat in the cracks. Well, they got in the way and wrinkled your pants. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I always found that interesting. Like, when I first got here, I always complained about uh, some drivers, uh, I'd say prairie drivers, not signaling when they they turn left or right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once I started kind of visiting places out on kind of, you know, gravel roads up the middle of the country and nowhere i realized well why would you if you grew up driving out here you know, who are you who telling are you yeah yeah exactly you know it's like okay that makes sense you know oh that's that's yeah. coming from the big city um well you know we just lost adam west who played batman in the 1960s yeah. yesterday. yesterday and um back in the early 80s he did a thing in this in memphis tennessee here with some of the wrestling companies where he showed up really hung over the the uh, taping the next morning and he was oh, yeah. he was trying to play up to the crowd and he goes well the people here in Memphis are are great people they use their left and right turn indicators everywhere they go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah he was great he I loved the little write up uh or part of an interview and he he talked about having to kind of embrace Batman at a certain point like you know that whole thing about getting typecast and not getting hired because of uh, right. know, role is so defining, and uh, and how at some point he just said, uh, you know, I just had to learn to love Batman, and because somebody had asked him what Batman meant to him, and he said a lot of money. Yeah, because <laughs> I guess you know once he embraced Batman, he was doing this kind of thing, this shtick. Well, uh, yeah. and William Shatner did something kind of similar as well, where. One day he just, he, like, they got in on the joke, like, why people were making fun of him or pigeonhole him. They kind of both got in on it, and they both seemed to do quite well, do quite well after that point, yeah. Yeah. Even with Adam yeah. West being Mayor, uh, Mayor West on Family Guy yes. for yeah. 15, 18 years now. Um, yeah, oh, so, wait. Oh, yes. So the Family Guy might need a new mayor. Oh, maybe Fitzy could be mayor of Cobo. Fitzy Fitzgerald is available. That'd be awesome. That kind of would be. That'd be like a whole other uh, other crossover appeal right there. Yeah. That's that's right. We could... uh, You needed your people to get a hold of their people. Their people. That's right. Do you have people? How does that work? Oh, yeah. I have have people. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I have people. I didn't know if that was just something somebody said or if that was something that actually happened. You know? No, I have a person. Okay. Well, no, they're people. They're people. Because there's two in the office. There's two in the office. Well, there you so, go. Well, yeah. Yeah. They're in Vancouver. Oh, as a matter of fact, I happen to know for a fact because that's how I got a hold of you was through your people. Oh, through Lisa. Yeah. yeah. So th- I guess I didn't even really need to ask but that Jeremy question. Jeremy doesn't have people. I don't. I mean, I, you have me. I have jewels. I'm not people. Yeah. yeah. But you're people. Yeah. <laughs> We're all people here. That's the great yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Oh, so I did want to ask you one thing. Um, 
you, I, when we were talking, uh, preparing for this, uh, having you back on, and again, thank you for doing this, Gavin. I do appreciate having yes. you come in and talk to us. It's always a lot of fun. Um, no problem. But you were saying this time when you when you were recording lines for Corner Gas Animated, did you did that from home or did you do that from a local studio? Kind of what was your no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. I did it from uh, the first batch. I I was uh, in Vancouver. And so I did it there. And then the second batch, uh, I wasn't uh, available, or they didn't ask me. Uh, one of the two, I can't remember. And then uh, this latest one, uh, I'm, I'm teaching a class. And so um, I, I could have gone to Vancouver. It would have been like flying in, flying out. But the the days kept changing i don't think they were really solidified um so uh i guess it just proved easier to book a studio in town here which we have uh well two that i've worked with in the past so uh i ended up working in a studio with um a sound guy and then uh remotely uh chatting with uh david the producer uh i think he was in vancouver um and uh yeah and just running the lines on my own which kind of you know in one sense it kind of sucks because you got nobody to to bounce off of right um like we did in vancouver but the other half of it is um you don't just want anybody reading the lines back to you Mm -hmm. and the way the scripts are written and they always have been even on the tv show like if i got a script and i read it and i read a scene with um Eric, you know, um, doing something or, you know, Lauren doing something, I I would still, I could hear the voice and I would laugh if it was funny or whatever. But I mean, I could get their, I could hear the rhythm in my head, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, we just did, you know, a clean read, you know, I, I would read the, the, the dialogue and, and, uh, and leave a, a space there for the editing. Which for me, it you know proved to be the best solution. I thought, yeah. um, you know, it's always better to be in the room with everybody. And uh, so, when you were uh, recording with everybody else, how was it mm-hmm. to sort of? I know you got back together for the movie, but how was it to be sort of in that oh, room great. again recording? Oh, it was it was great. I mean, it's always good to see those guys. I mean, um, I'm really you know out of the loop because I'm like in the middle of Canada middle right. you know and uh, half the crew is in Vancouver and the other half is in Toronto so um, yeah so and uh, you know it was it was good you know and and um, so like uh, people like um, Eric and Tara and Corinne Coslow, who's who's taken over uh, Janet's role, mm-hmm. um, uh, we're in Toronto, and uh, it was it was fun. You know, it's yeah. just fun. It's, it's a good crew. We always kind of had a good time, kind of reconnecting every um, every time people came back for a season. So I was just say I remember one thing. I showed up at the studio, and Fred was out front. I know the other reason I like to do. The, the voiceover stuff because I've had a beard since like Christmas time and I haven't 
shaved it off yet. And so it was almost like we were we all had beards or something like that when we showed up. <laughs> So, well, yeah. Except for the ladies. Well, we've seen we've seen pictures of Fred lately, and now his hair's gone all salt and pepper, and he's had the full beard for a little while now. Oh yeah. Yeah, and um, I imagine he could probably walk around in Vancouver and not get recognized half the time these days, well, especially with that yeah, eye patch so. he's wearing. Yeah, really. The pirate outfit is a bit much, but yeah. you know, it seems he to work. He gets recognized, but only as a pirate. Yeah, but only as a pirate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Um. Cool. Well, I think that handled uh, everybody's questions as of today. I, of course, would at some point, uh, probably closer to when the show's released, would like to, uh, you know, call the witness back to the stand, though, Kevin, if that'd be okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, awesome. Well, it's always fun having you on. I do appreciate it. Um, Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, what do you, I don't remember your Twitter handle off the top of my head. Do you know what? Oh, my God. No, I don't. I'm sorry. That's okay. I, I just looked at it earlier. Too. You know, it's 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 at, at on a, CP Cunningham. Is that it? Either that or Cavan Cunningham, like capital C for both. Okay. And switch together. Well, I'll make sure we get I it just, in the show notes. Well, I realized I had two, and recently, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I never noticed before, uh, or why I I started to. But anyways, uh, I had two, and I don't know how to get rid of one. And then I'm afraid the one I get rid of is the one that really a lot of that everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so either or at CP Cunningham or at Cavan uh, Cunningham, oh. capital C. I, I think I have you as CP. I, I think. have the CP. Yeah. So that's the one work. we use. That's the one we'll go with. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, well, and everybody else, you can catch us in the meantime at cornergasonline.com to catch our podcast. Um, we are also, we have a Facebook group and page. The group can be found at facebook.com slash groups slash TVFDR. And the page can be found at facebook.com slash dogriverfancast. So if you're listening to this and you're not in the groups, please go get in the groups. We do take your questions and uh, share them with our guests when we have them or read them on air as we're doing commentary for the episodes. Yep. Um, I think that's everything from us. Kevin, anything you want to tell us about before we let you go? No. <laughs> Nothing no. at all. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not letting any more secrets no. out. Uh, I may have to move now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'll have to phone some. Witness protection yeah, that's, people. That's what I was afraid of. Maybe you can borrow Fred's eye patch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that pirate disguise <laughs> seems to work pretty like, well. Yeah. Pirates are not uh, inconspicuous in this community. <laughs> not, a, not a lot of pirates in amongst the canola fields is what you're saying. Then. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, Kevin, well, Kevin, yeah, Kevin Cunningham, if that is indeed your real name, we do appreciate it. <laughs> We appreciate it either way. Yeah, we appreciate it either way. Really? Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks, Gavin. We'll be in touch. And um, thank you again for coming on. Always a lot of fun having you on. Thanks, guys.